You know stalking's a crime, right? I jerked away from the glass display case I'd been leaning on and glared at my friend Ford. It's not stalking. I don't follow him around or anything. He comes here. I swiped a towel across the gleaming surface of the pastry case. It didn't need it, but just in case a little drool slipped out of my mouth. It's staring. Ford filled the espresso machine's hopper with fragrant coffee beans. It's ridiculous is what it is. He would never understand. But he's just so, so, so manly. Ford snorted. As opposed to what, girly? It didn't matter what Ford said. The manly man I spent hours every day ogling and several more hours a day daydreaming about was worth every stalkerish second. For the last eight months, he'd come into Buddy's Cafe every day, sat at the same small table by the fireplace, and read a book or a magazine or fiddled on his tablet computer. He really was a masculine work of art. Tall and broad as a mountain, and I wanted nothing more than to climb him. Dark curly hair, a thick beard. Not one of those unkempt, no-shave November deals. It was neatly trimmed, but long enough I wanted to tangle my fingers in it. Donnie, you're staring again. Damn it. I dragged my eyes away. I couldn't help it, though. Today, my manly man wore an oatmeal-colored sweater that should have looked bland, but instead looked soft and cozy. My inner coyote pup wanted to snuggle into the plush knit and soak up his heat. And you have customers. Ford nudged me, and I had to once again forcibly draw my eyes away from the man. I tucked one end of the towel into the back pocket of my jeans, and helped customers. Luckily, I could practically do this job in my sleep since my mind stayed focused on my manly man instead of taking coffee and muffin orders. Things I knew about my little, er, big obsession. His name was William. He liked his coffee black, his pastry savory instead of sweet, and whatever he did for a living gave him a couple of hours a day to hang out in a cozy coffee shop in Cody, Wyoming. Oh, and he was a shifter but for the life of me, I couldn't figure out what kind. There were a lot of shifters in this part of Wyoming, partly due to Cody's proximity to Yellowstone, but the town was also home to one of the only available shifter-friendly colleges this side of the Mississippi. Local humans didn't know it, but a bunch of the students at Cody College were shifters of one kind or another. There weren't a lot of places where animal shifters could attend school and have access to miles of forests, lakes, and mountains, and where classes could be modified to fit the special needs of the occasionally furry. As a part-time coyote, my sense of smell was particularly keen, which meant I immediately picked up the rich sense of musk and something herby, like sagebrush and grass. And like his cozy sweater, the smell made me want to roll all over him. I glanced at the clock above the stone fireplace in the corner. It was time. If I waited any longer, he'd get up and leave. I'm taking my break. I untied my forest green apron and tossed it on the counter by the register. Ford scowled at me. It's almost 11. We have to prep for the lunch crowd. I won't be long. I rushed to the back room. The back room was about the size of a coat closet and held a small desk with a computer monitor, a safe, and a folding chair. There wasn't space for anything else. I reached under the desk and grabbed the insulated bag I'd brought with me this morning. I pulled out the rectangular storage container, inhaling the distinctive basil and parmesan scent. My stomach lurched. It wasn't the scones. They smelled fantastic. It was nerves. I'd been planning this moment for weeks. 
Now the time had finally come, and it struck me as stupid, potentially humiliating, and maybe a little dangerous. After all, what did I really know about my manly man? Don't wuss out now, I ordered myself, gripping the plastic box. Before I could second-guess myself again, I pushed out of the back room and strode to the dining area with as much swagger as I could manage. Coyotes were good at bluffing, especially among the bigger predators. William looked up from his newspaper. Jesus, those deep brown eyes should be outlawed. How was a guy supposed to remember anything while drowning in those coffee-colored irises? He cleared his throat. After an embarrassingly long pause, yeah, words really weren't happening for me at that moment. <laughs>